Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Find better odds on the footy at Betfair. Play your way. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, hello and welcome to the Betfair Edge. You can play your way this autumn carnival by placing back and lay bets at Betfair. As always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner with you as I'm joined by the superstar from Betfair, the Baron himself, Mr. Tom Haylock. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Great to be with you. Yes, another, it never stops. We've got racing group ones Friday night, obviously. Saturday, Rose Hill, Flemington, footy's back, NRL, Grand Prix coming up in Melbourne. Never I, a dull I, moment. I've noticed that, the Grand Prix, yes. with the, the cages up. You're going to be in Melbourne for that? Pardon? You're going to be in Melbourne for that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, what? in a fortnight? Where, where a would I go? Adelaide. I don't know. He might be calling footy somewhere. Nah, Who I knows? Go, I don't go anywhere anymore. I'm not a jet setter like you. Uh, I've, I'm bunkered down in Melbourne for a couple of weeks, mate. Can we can we just address the elephant in the room straight off the top? Oh. The the two major cards this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Now this is not making. What's the elephant in the room? This is not make. Don't make excuse. Like I'm not making excuses. But by G, have have you seen? Have you seen a harder? Have you seen a harder eighteen, nineteen races in Flemington or Rose Hill before? I have not had a bet yet, which it's speaks in volumes. For, yep. um, I usually take a few early prices when the markets come. I haven't had a bet, and I will be betting late. Um, and that's it. I'll bet the last five minutes once we work out track patterns and parade and betting on betfair.com.au, um, what the market's doing. I've got no idea. There's so many internationals, and I can go with a lay-bin. So let's get that up because this leads into my first lay-bin. All right. Let's go, Labin. Here we go. You you finally come. Oh, it's only taken 55, 80 shows, however many yeah. it is, and you've come in. Give me the new ball, I've, he said. Oh, I have, I'm taking the new ball. It's my time. We need a wicket, and I'm coming in the long run. Lovely <laughs> um, little outswingers. This one's just a little warm up one. Yep. Just a, not my main Labin. But um, we speak of Rose Hill and how tough Rose Hill is. Now, the carnival is superb. It's a fantastic autumn carnival. It's surpassed Melbourne's autumn. Great carnival, they do a lot right, but they need to promote the, these internationals much better. We've had a $10 million horse trial on Monday that no one's probably even heard about, alcohol-free. Got about 15 internationals first up here in Australia on Saturday at Rose Hill. There's no – something VRC and, and RV, Racing Victoria, do really well is promote the international horses when they come over to the carnival. They get down to Werribee, do interviews, all sorts of stuff. I haven't seen what the Canterbury um, Centre looks like. Um, the quarantine centre. We've got horses like Cleveland who are high in markets, uh, a horse that I'm tipping in race 10 substantial that I don't know much about other than it's trialled. But there's so many horses here that haven't even trialled in Australia that are over 1,500 metres, 1,400 metres. They do need to do better at promoting these internationals, something that Racing Victoria do really well. Yeah, but it's also fact the trainers too. I mean, we're not we're not hearing from the trainers, are we? No, but that's something that... Um, that the TV networks need to do a bit better. Uh, maybe SEN can pick that up. Well, I'm sure Gareth is covering it. He does a stellar job, the G-man. He does. He does. If they're Victorian, he would do more of it, I'm sure. But there's like, 
yeah, so many internationals over there that um, we don't know much about that's making it very, very, very hard to bet early into these um, Sydney races. At the the G-Man doesn't discriminate between Victoria and No, he doesn't. He's South good Wales. at that. It's great. And he actually. doesn't discriminate on codes either. No, he's everywhere, man. He does it all. He's Triple H. Triple H, Horses correct. Horses, harness, and the hounds. Correct. He does it all. He does it all. What a man. Hey, uh, Labin, um, the, the tracks in general, and I'll keep putting them oh, in. Oh, you're not going there again, what, are you? No. So, well, I'll, <laughs> just let me finish. Or, <laughs> no. Well, uh, I could mention your half an hour late start time. Well, some of us are busy, mate. Oh, well, one thing I'm going to lay is um, during the week, you had to pick up a piece of furniture. Oh, you're not, are you? So you had to pick up a piece of furniture, right? Yes. And so you've messaged me and said, Miles, can I borrow your car? Because I've got a big car and you've got a little car. Yes. Um, which is probably, you know, that explains a lot. Um, now, the your car, I've never seen this in any vehicle I've ever driven in my entire life. Your car, you have a car mat that goes over the accelerator. So as in the car mat doesn't fit. You've put a car mat in there, which is not market. It's an aftermarket car mat. And the car mat just completely covers the accelerator, all in one big square from the base of the seat, right up, and covers the accelerator. And you think that's okay? I think it's great, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. dangerous. No, it's not. It drives really well. Um, it's dangerous. Mate, you can't, you can't cover your accelerator with a car mat. I'm glad I cleaned the car for you, too. Oh, God. <laughs> was filthy. I promised. I don't break promises. <laughs> it was filthy, I promised you I wouldn't go there, and I'm not going there, because I said I wouldn't do uh, that to you. Can I get to a serious, Lavin? Oh. I'm fired up. I this thought, is this uh, is my... I thought, shout out to the Motor Accident Commission. Oh. Uh, that was a serious, Lavin. That's unbelievable scenes. Mine, and I know it's been done to death now, but I'm pointing out an SEN great here and criticising him. Going oh. straight into the Lavin. Who? Jared Whateley. Oh, we, we always have a bit of a crack at <laughs> Well, MRO findings, firstly. There's no way Buddy should get one picket to McAdam three. No how do, way. How do you think? Well, you're a Crow. Hang on. You're a Crow supporter. Well, this here. is where I'm going with this. So right. you're in the lab in for making that comment. Blind Freddy could see that McAdams was not as bad as Pickett's. What? Pickett's was worse than McAdams, or at least the same. The, P- Pickett, no difference at all. Pickett left the ground and hit him in the head. On an angle. Neither of them got concussed. And then Buddy does it, knocks someone out, can't play for the rest of the game, out for seven days. He gets one week. Pickett leaves the ground. The ball's not even the pitcher. But, hits him in the head, and they describe it as a glancing blow. Oh, no, but... Get in the lay bin. <laughs> He's up and about. GWS player had the ball, didn't get concussed. If anything, that was a glancing blow to the head. Didn't get glancing, concussed. It can't be glancing. You hit him straight up the middle. If anything, straight up the middle. hit him in the chest and the. Yeah, no, but it can't be glancing. Well, if it hit him so up just ban the bump. Ban I, the bump. I, I'm... Three weeks for a hard hit. He's not concussed. Hardly hit him in the head. So why but, are you laying Jared? So yes, this <laughs> is. Jared came out and quoted, quoted this right. Sam Fantasia just texted me saying 100% on my cat. He's he's on board. Um. Jared Waitley came out and said Adelaide are more than half an hour behind on the head debate. Now, Jared, that's not the point. Hey, do you it, think you've missed the point slightly here? I couldn't care if McCannum gets eight weeks as long as Buddy gets similar. 
and Pickett gets the same. Did Jared actually say that? He came out and said that on SEN during the week. Now, half you've missed the point, the... Jared. You're more than half an hour. We don't head is sacrosanct. <laughs> Adelaide supporters are in their right mind, and all supporters. Consistency is all anyone asks for, Miles. I'm looking you straight in the barrel here. Mate, it's scary. <laughs> Everyone, Stop staring at me. All, all AFL supporters want is consistency from the match review panel. How does McCannum's go to straight to the tribunal and Pickett's not? I don't care if McCannum gets five, as long as Pickett get five, right? How does he get less? There is... I'm, I'm not arguing your point, but I'm going to... So, Jared, a... Jared's missed the point. Yeah, well, J- He's missed the point. Jared that is a ridiculous half comment. Half an hour behind on the head debate is a, More ridic- than half... it's, it's a ridiculous comment. Correct. It, that's, that's just silly. You think that South Australians don't care about the head more than Victorians? Oh, no, but essentially like, what he's saying is because they're not here in Victoria, the, the the debate has not been as rife over there and they don't understand as much correct. their debate. We it's, still, read, we still read the same news, listen to the same radio programs. And because McAdam plays for Adelaide, they think that they're trying to get McAdam off. It's not about that. It's about how does Pickett get less than McAdam as well. It it's, that makes no have, sense. It would have been their argument. Now, the, the the thing that differs in the whole lot is the level of injury between Pickett and McAdam. Now, I know what you're going to say here, right? Because Pickett's get straight up and McAdam's was dazed, but then you go back to Franklin, that, it, that yes. was even the worst probably concussion out of the whole lot. Weir wasn't dazed. He got up and started abusing McCannum for a hard hit yeah, and no, walked but, off. But, he had a, but Jacob Weir was, was physically more... Um, distressed. N- distressed than... Who I was think it? He was Bailey just, Smith. I think he was just angry because he got winded and got a hard hit, right? He, he passed the concussion test. Bailey Smith didn't even have a concussion test, did he? No, he got which, straight up. Which is ridiculous so, so, in itself. So... The... So if if Victoria are taking this head rule more seriously than South Australia, Bailey Smith's got to come off and have a concussion test. I, I, I fully come on, Jared. Yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. That how the McAdam one is um, considerably worse than the Pickett one. That that I, I want them to come out and explain exactly. They can't exactly because the angle that Pickett left, and I would argue the intent. He left the ground and deliberately got him in the head. He's so lucky that Bailey Smith got up. If Bailey Smith gets concussed, he's getting six. Oh, yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. Just, and ban the bump. Just so, come out and ban the bump. So you really, you've laid the MRO, you've laid the, the tribunal, and you're laying Jared Waitley. Yes. It's probably my biggest. This is up there with Travis Head not getting selected in the first test oh, in India. Oh, jeez. I'm fired up. You definitely are. It's just all we want is consistency. And then for someone whose mainstream media is high profile as Jerry Whaley to come and insult people like that, it's not on. It, I, I just can't understand. I can't imagine him saying that. He did, did said, said it, that they're half an SEN hour behind. SEN tweeted, on the, quote, Jared Whaley. South Adelaide are more than half an hour behind on the head debate. On the head debate. Yeah. Well, one, there's no real head debate. Everyone understands that. Yeah. The head sacrosanct. And he might have said head issue, but yeah, it's rubbish, mate. The half an hour behind stuff. I mean, I, I, the AFL so past um, WA and, and South Australia being behind. I mean, only there's only a handful of South Australian supporters that still think it's the VFL. You know, we're all past that. No one cares. Frustrating. But yeah, it's, that's still. Did I deliver that labia, all right? You did. 
you wobbled a little bit. Um, <laughs> we'll put it upstairs, take it to a review. Yeah, look, pitched in line. Um, impact. I thought it was plumb. Some hitting and some missing. Absolutely plumb. Unplayable. Um, umpire's call and, yeah, I'll give it to you. Yeah, yeah I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. <laughs> um, anything else in particular you want to, geez, you're coming off the long run. I have. Doncaster Prelude. Uh, we saw last week with, um, I should quicken because we've got so many races, but Chris Waller's got eight of the 16 in the field proper. That's in the lay bin. Yeah. Jeez, it's hard to do form when can a I, trainer's got half the field. Can in I a quickly big race. put one on the backboard? Yes. What about Ryan? Yes. What, about Ro- what about Ryan Moore giving the strapper the watch from the slipper? Oh, I missed that. Did you? Yeah. He gave the strapper the watch. The long, long jeans. Is that how you say it? Yeah, that's great. Well done. That's, that's pretty. That's, that's a great backboard. That's good gear. That you've cheered me up. Yeah. Well <laughs> Anything done. else I can cheer you up with? Oh, how, how, did, how did your week start? Sprightly. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, been busy, but good. Yeah. Hey, another one for the back. Wednesday was a good result for me. I had a few nice spins. So another one good. for the backboard. You're um, you're doing a little job for me tomorrow. Well, oh, I am side. doing it. Yes. Yeah. You you. Gee, you gee, I'm good to you. Oh, you are. Um, I mean, you did borrow my car to go pick up furniture, which and I had no hesitation. Mm-hmm. I, I'm unable to inspect a house which is 150 meters from yours, and the other one's half a k. Mm-hmm. And you're doing that for me. I just wanted to give you a wrap Thank pub- you, mate. publicly. Thank you. I appreciate that. you think that. I'm into you all the time. You were, you Sunday, you were whew, right into me. I yeah, listened but, back to that yeah, and but, I got shivers. Yeah, but you were wrong. <laughs> you were wrong, mate. Just take take the L and move oh, on. Oh, jeez. Hey, never uh, wrong. Big, I've got a few for around the grounds today. I, I'm, I know I haven't been in the greatest nick, but I'm not losing a lot of money either. It's been hard. Mooney well, Valley coming up tonight. We've got the group one. I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah. Well, we'll have a chat about Your that. favourite track. None of them are at the moment, to be perfectly honest. We're going to jump to a break. We'll come back on the other side. We'll get to a couple of cards. Well, Rose Hill, what have we got? Group threes, group twos, a couple of group ones. Uh, Flemington, Oz Cup, Sunlight Classic, Roy Higgins, you name it. We have it. This is the Betfair Edge. And don't forget, find better odds on a footy at Betfair. You can play your way. And as always, gamble responsibly. Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Find better odds on the footy at Betfair. Play your way. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Well, welcome back to the Betfair Edge. Play your way this autumn carnival while placing back and lay bets at Betfair. As always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. AFL still to come. NRL still to come. Around the ground still to come. Best bets, values and lays still to come. Tom Haylock, though, it is time for our... Well, we get into our cards of the week, don't we? Mm. You got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to We've got to start. Where do you want to start? Well, let's start with Mooney Valley coming up tonight. Yep. Can we do that? We've got the Group 1 coming up. So what do you make of the William Reid, mate? Uh, to, to be honest, I didn't look. <laughs> um, I, I don't lie to listeners. So one thing I've never done, if I haven't looked or I don't know, I say it. No, I respect that. Um, and, I respect and, and that I, greatly. I, and I haven't because footy tomorrow and I've done... I've done Eagle Farm, Ascot, Morfordville Parks, Flemington and Rose Hill. And now I'm working with you. So I just didn't get the time. No, that's fine. Um, Benedetta comes out. Pulele's out. In the Congo, kicks up from Barrier 1. A lot of speed here tonight um, coming up at 9.15. Um, in the Congo, likely lead. It's two New Zealand horses. Babylon Berlin, um, a very speedy horse as well. And then you've got Imperatrice Miles. It's a great race. Um, 
Jigsaw leads a high-pressure race. I'd be more inclined to laying the Congo than back in the Congo, depending on how the track's playing tonight. Um, I found it very, very tricky. I've got Imperatrice on top. I can see Babylon Berlin's a, a key chance as well. Um, what a race it is. September run and Mars Crusader have run well in these races before. Um, really good race. My main play tonight, though, Fitz, comes up in race. No, just, just quickly, though. Yes, mate. On that. So, so by having a look, I haven't gone through and done every single horse. But mm-hmm. why why would Bella Nipotina be double figures? I knew you were going to ask that. Why? Now, we all know loves, favorite a, horse. All, all loves, a, loves a sting out of the grounds. One of Manicato here is in scintillating Nick. Now, just ignore the new market. Go back for a second. Runs in behind. Cool and Gatter and I wish I win. Two of the better ones in the country. So ignore the new market. Ignore that. If you take the new market out, what price? No, I agree. I don't disagree with you. Barry is the trick. Give me Bella Reachway. So second meeting in two weeks with the rail and the true. So the inside might be chopped out. Barry 13 might not be too bad tonight. That's what she loves flashing late. Bella each way for me. There you go. Um, That's all I'll operate on. My main play, backing race eight, number one, Papillon Papillon Club here. Greg Urell's got this horse travelling very well. She can settle outside lead and prove very hard to beat. I'm laying at Jenny Jerome, unlucky last start, but she's priced off a placing there at least. And she, there's no proof to say that um, she would have been in the finish. And she had absolute perfect running trends at Ballarat last, uh, or two back. So I'm laying Jenny Jerome and backing Papillon Club in the last. All righty. Who did you have in race four? Do you have Golden Crusader on top? Haven't had a look. Okay. Sorry, mate. The Papillon Club late. Um, alrighty. Do you want to let's do you want to get stuck in Flemington then? Yes. Stay in Victoria. Right. Let's see if we can try to skip through here a little bit, and I'll get Sammy to update me on how we're going for time as we skip our way through. But uh, race number one, the eleven hundred Good Friday Trophy. Um, I ended up landing between Verenskova and Serides. They look the two for me. Pretty keen Verenskova, and I'm gonna have a little nibble Serides. Happy to move to race two. Alrighty. Uh, race two, Thoroughbred Breeder Stakes over the 1,200. Um, uh, bet value if I can, I wrote here. Uh, I thought, I even thought the um, 13 Poppin' Champagne was overs. I thought Shadow Fear was overs. And I thought the eight Celestial Storm. I won't be going hard, but I could have very small nibbles at big prices. Could entertain something on at number two, Hell Queen. Ben Brisbane's a good young trainer. Good Bendigo win last start. That'll do me. Uh, benchmark 80 over the 2000 race number three. Can't cop sparkle. Um, geez, I don't really want to be with Kettle Hill if I could probably help it. But I, I think as Kettle Hill, oh, oh, oh no, nah, I said never again. I mean, does it finally <laughs> find a race? Summerville, I can forgive from the run at Mooney Valley and also um, what, uh, the six Worthily's not the worst either. Nothing for me here, mate. Yeah, I, I, I'd suggest probably no bet, depending on the way the track's playing. Race number four at Flemington. Ah, this is where I want to play. I'm backing the bopper, and I'm saving on the lead. I think it's a two-horse race. This. I know a stack will be with Kalos, but I'm happy to risk Kalos. I am keen the bopper and on the lead. They come out of a similar race not that long ago, but the boppers beat Rubiquitous. Uh, the run at Randwick last start was 2.6 off passive, aggressive, and Eduardo. That will do me in this race. Um, I'm with uh, the Bopper as well. He's travelled more than the early settlers, this horse. He's gone from Queensland to Sunshine Coast to Gold Coast he, to Eagle Farm, Randwick, and now he lobs in Melbourne. I think he's he ran the fast, second fastest final eight, six, four, and two of the day last start. Um, 
in the challenge. That's the right form. Best turn of foot generally goes well in straight races. I think he's clearly the horse to beat here, the bopper, and he's probably my best of the day at Flemington. Yeah, it'd be pretty close to mine too. Haven't decided yet. Race number five, the Roy Higgins over the 2,600. I think that you're probably going to be leading towards a Goldman. Um, I'm probably going to lead towards a Sulcum. Um, and then outside of that, um, oh, Young Wertham maybe at his best? Nothing for me, mate. At all? I oh, don't know. Not even a comment. Sunlight Classic over the 1100. Benedetta for me. Um, Benedetta, recommendation, what you need. They're the top three in order. Um, great, great race. Really deep race. Um, I want to make a case if she gets a run. Lady DD at 150 should be a Befair. Really good race. What you need, one superbly last start. Benedetta is probably the favourite that I'm more inclined to be against, even though um, she dominated last start. I'm just not sure. What you need's a favourite. Yes, well, Benedetta's a second favourite. Oh, sure, yeah. they're clearly the standout. So. I'd prefer to be with what you need over Benedetta. Um, recommendations flying. Um, yeah. I think probably should be shorter in the betting. So I could entertain um, those. The recommendation, have something Lady DD just as well. The form through her races have been outstanding, um, Miles. Her debut ran five winners have come from that. Her second run, five winners have come from that. The two next three winners have come from those two. She comes out of the... Um, Rising Star final, and she was good there, and winners have come from that as well. We saw Bel Air run well and, and win last week. Um, not the worst at huge price if she gets a run. So, yeah, I'm more inclined to be against the two favourites, but they're clearly, clearly good horses. Let's go to the Group 1 Australia Cup. Uh, race 7 over the 2,000. Cascading, your favourite. Yeah, I, I can't have it. Um Right you are deserves to be around that price, and I think you could probably have a saver there. But I'm just going to shop overs here. Two horses that I think are primed here over the 2,000, one being the 14 Steinem, double figures each way all day, and the six Smoking Romans. Um, probably not as big on Smoking Romans as I was going to be. I think the other one at double figures that Cam wins is a misery. Um, so save right you are, and then I'd be, uh, yeah, Steinem, Smoking Romans, um, a misery. Incredibly tough race. The leaders come out. Smoking Romans, Matt Swell, Nonconformist works across with Moanga from Wide Barrows and New Mirren kicks up. Um, I've got well, Cascadia on top, but with very, very little confidence. He's um, 2,000 metres firmish track. He's got to be some sort of query, but um, his well, all-star mile run was fantastic. Moanga's so. out. Moanga's out. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, Cascadia for me, but not probably not even betting. Tough race. Yeah, the whole card's tough. Not as tough as Sydney, but tough. Uh, let's go to race eight, Choices Flooring Handicap. And we love Choices Flooring because they're part of our team here at SEN2 over the 1,400. Uh, I wrote F. Uh, elation out. Pinstripes in here. Uh, not an option's not the worst. Riddle me that's not the worst. Daytona Bay's not the worst. El Rocco's not the worst. Probably follow the money. Maybe Daytona Bay, El Rocco, if you had to pick a couple, but field. Yeah, not much in the last two races for me at Flemington, mate. Yeah, race nine. Um, I probably don't really like much here either. There's a few that I could take on. I think Tripoli's going to be well supported. Happy to risk Bifrost. Um, Lafargue, probably happy to risk. I don't, yeah, no clue. Wouldn't have a clue in there. Yeah, nothing for me. Sick is going to get seven bucks a field. It's got to be a, um, it's got to be a field league. You can't really. The quaddy, it's a tough day. The quaddy, quaddy will be massive. 
if you could narrow the Australian Cup field in race seven and or get that one out, like if you think you had the winner in race six or race seven, you've got to go field field to finish your day, don't you? Have to. Might be, yeah, might be an option. Um, so hard. Thanks for the input there. That's all right, mate. <laughs> Let's go to a break. Just I'll get some batteries and put them in your back and <laughs> charge you up. We'll come back. We'll go to Rose Hill, around the grounds, AFL, NRL, all still to come. This is the Betfair Edge. Find better odds on the footy, get Betfair and play your way. As always, gamble responsibly. Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Find better odds on the footy at Betfair. Play your way. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Oh, welcome back to the Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you right around the country. 0499 don't forget, too, you've got one more chance to win $500 playing Betfair Survivor. What you need to do is pick a place getter in every race at Rose Hill tomorrow for your chance to win. And don't forget to include your lay of the day, which can be the decider for our winner. You can tip now by heading to sensurvivor.com.au. Last week's winner was Gary Webb. Not Carrie Webb. Gary Webb, who was our only punter that made it through to race 10 at Mooney Valley. Good stuff, Gary. Won the 500. So go to sensurvivor.com.au. And also, you can play your way this autumn carnival while placing back and lay bets at Betfair. As always, gamble responsibly. Tommy, um, more of this, please. You got to know when the whole... All right, shut up, Kenny. Right, now let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Shush, Kenny. Right, oh. let's go to Rose Hill, Midway. No. Yeah, happy to let that one yeah. go through. No. Shouldn't be on the program. Shouldn't be on the program. It ruins it. Uh, right, race two. Uh... I'll be doing your house inspection then. What? I'll be doing your house inspections. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, we'll be trying to find me a house. Race two. Uh, I think Amore, and I did have Brave Mead in there. I had the one and four. Brave Mead's out. I'm going to stick with Amore, the James Cummings runner, the toppy. Yeah, Brave Mead was clearly a chance. Um, I've probably leaning now that that's out to the Black Opal form, but very tricky little race. So the Black Opal form being for the listeners the out years, there that don't know the it. The years and make a call. Uh, race three, <laughs> the 2,000 metre. <laughs> Group two, sand and soil, Tullock Stakes. Uh, over the 2,000, um, I found this tough enough. I've leant towards stroke of luck for to- Johnny O'Shea, Tommy Markwind. And then outside of that, I am one ten and 3. Tap a little doodle-doo for the Taplins and the three major beal. But I've got stroke of luck on top. Um, this is as average a group two as you ever see, but no surprise, three-year-olds over a staying trip. Um, I've got number one, the New Zealand horse coming from the New Zealand derby on top here. I just think he might be better um, on sneaky suspicion. Yeah. Got that form yeah. around Sharp and Smart. Who's yeah, an absolute Four, star. one, ten, and three are my numbers. Good. Yeah. Good. So I just want to make sure that you saw that yep. note so that you didn't think yep. I was just copying. I've got one, one from four. Yeah. So with the other way around. Yep. Race four this time, uh, and this is the Selwood Stakes Group Three. Neville Selwood Stakes, not Joel. Over the two thousand. Gee, the cats are missing, Joel. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I've got a funny feeling you're going to be towards Zarek, and I'm towards Huter on top, then Zarek, and then Sunshine Rising. Uh, yeah, I've got Zarek on top um, from Sunshine Rising here. They both tie in. They're both fantastic, racing really well. Um, yeah, Zarek from Sunshine Rising here at Betfair.com to you. Interesting couple of internationals as well. Fancy Man and Magical Lagoon. Uh, no, another, another couple we don't know much about. No compromise is not the worst either. We've got a race number five. This is a group three uh, Star Kingdom. 
this is a tough race. This. <laughs> They're all tough. This, like, this, like, well, they are all tough. You're dead right. So just to explain to the listeners, how are you going to, how would you adjust your staking for a day like this? Well, I haven't had a bet yet. I, I, <clears throat> I think you've just got to be patient, find the right races. You don't need to bet. There's plenty of other races around Australia, plenty of weekends coming up. Um, but just be smart about it. Just make educated decisions. Yeah. Bet late once you ascertain as much information as you can on the day. Yeah, I am fully agree with that sentiment. Race five, I have landed on the 10 here, Wahaha Falls, to beat the one, we own a smart one. Um, maybe the five, uh, which is Dajaran, can round out the numbers, depending on the track tempo, but I'm, I'm just going to tend to beat one, yeah. Dajaran. Yeah, I've got Tajran on top of a bit of value. Um, again, it's just drifted throughout the week so far, but Dajran's trialled really well. One first up last campaign, albeit over further. 1,200 metres the query for me there. Um, I think we own a smart one. The horse debate got a marked favourite, which it is, but um, Dajran might be the value. Race six. So you and I would pretty well different most races, aren't we? Mm. Uh, race six, I've gone with the Joseph O'Brien, Johnny Allen. This is the one I want to watch. This is statement. Um Oh, I think this horse, from what I've seen from the stuff in uh, in Ireland, we is a horse. So yep. statement on top, but I can't let promise of success go around at $20. You know that. And uh, Mustang Valley for Andrew Forsman, that's going to be double figures as well. So I'm statement, and then just a couple of little nibbles on the other two. Yeah, i got statement on top as well. Looks a smart international. Glowing Global is an, another international that trialled up quite nicely. Finished seventh, but ran through the line there for Chris Waller. Um, incredibly tough, typical Phillies and Mares race. This 1500 metres, big field, luck and running will play a huge part in it. This is a good group, too. The it is a good, good, group, this is a good group, too. Good group, too. Yes, definitely. Um, good shout. So, there's a few internationals here that add a bit of interest. Statement on top, you can make a case for a lot of them. Roots is well suited here. It was a bit plain last start, but this is a much more likable assignment. Um, and she's a good horse on her day. So, hmm. uh, let's go to the group one binary start over the 2000. Really good race. This. Uh, Prowess, White's $2.60. I do not know. Half of New Zealand are back this thing. Um, I'm going to be leaning towards... Uh, what do you mean? You think it's too short at two sixty? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yep. I think I've read the numbers for the previous race. Um, you haven't given your numbers yet? Three and two. Pavitra to beat Fireburn here for me. I- I'm really keen, Pavitra. Um, uh, I think this is a good horse. Um, Fireburn... You can never write this horse off. I think it's always going to be thereabouts. But Pavitra to beat Fireburn, I don't care about the rest. Uh, only two winning chances here for me in the binary stud, the group one. Pavitra is probably the better value of the two, but Prowess is clearly, clearly going to be hard to beat. This horse, she measures up miles with La Creek. She beat La Creek, the older horse's last start. La Creek's come here and run fourth in a group one Empire Rose. The form marries up. We've seen La Creek in Australia, so you can tie that in. She's an absolute star, Prowess. I've got a lot of time for her. Oh. Pavitra, I've tipped first and second up as well. Um, and Pavitra, are you going to get off now? No, I think she's probably the better value. I've tipped Pavitra on top, but if the odds were the other way around, I'd tip Prowess on top. So um, I'll be making both of them a winning result somehow. I just wanted to touch on, I've missed a couple of numbers. In the Emancipation 2, don't leave out Torgine if you're having a quaddy and don't leave out a tissue if you're having an early quad in that race. Both chances. Uh, let's go to the Tancred. Good race over the 2,400 metres, race number eight. Uh, I, I went right through it. I went right through it. I went right through it. And I've landed on two. Gold trip. Um, and I'm going to get a price. And also, Joseph O'Brien again. Kieran McAvoy in Cleveland. I can't ignore Cleveland. 
The rest of them are making up the numbers, some of these, I think. Um, it's not a race I'm going to be launching into. I think there's two good chances. Happy to risk Montefilia again, as always. Yeah, um, it's hard to catch Montefilia. A gold trip in Montefilia come out of that race behind you by honour. It was really slow speed. They ran one from really quick. One from five over the trip, Montefilia. Yeah, uh, she she gets the trip, okay. But, um, yeah, they come from a really slowly run race on a fast track, and they weren't suited, neither. Montefilia was really nice there. I've got Cleveland on top and International. We've seen the Internationals over these staying trips just be too good for our horses, and Cleveland could be one of those. So um, happy to have him on top. Little confidence. It just gets harder and harder and harder <laughs> and harder. These last two races at Rose Hill could be one of the hardest two races. It's the hardest day I can remember. It's unbelievable. Um, so Cro- Cross Talk on top and the Doncaster Prelude for me. I think Skyman's the best of the eight. Chris Waller horses first up, trialled nicely. Um, looks set here. Nash, probably his go-to jockey as well for the day with no J-Max. So inside barrier, Skyman's the best of the Waller runners and Cross Talk's going to be up and rolling out in front hard to beat. Uh, I wrote Field, then I was like, don't be weak, Miles. And then I've got, not in any particular order, 2, 5, 6, 12, 13 and 14 can all win. <laughs> There's probably more. Yep. Race 10, it doesn't get any easier. This is even worse. Um, I wouldn't have the, I wouldn't have the faintest. So I wrote field 6, 7, 11, 14, 8, 13. Like, who knows? The, the, mate, there's no way I can pick your horse in that race. No um, way. Race 10, I have got another international substantial on top here. Um, trialled up really nicely that day, Miles. So that's um, ran behind in the Congo in a barrier trial. Um I like the horse. I think he's good enough to win this over the, the 1,400 metres. I've got Mautai, um and Tamerlane in the mix as well. So See more bloodstock purchase? Yeah, so substantial on top, another international we don't know much about. That's it, the see more bloodstock purchase one. Oh, mm. I'm not sure. I might try and do some homework on it. Um, right. Horrible. Wild. I'm going to be doing more betting at um, at Ascot and Morfittville Park even. And the footy. Hey, let's jump to a break. We'll talk footy around the grounds. You name it, we'll have it on the other side of this. This is the Betfair Edge. Find better odds on the footy at Betfair. Play your way. And as always, gamble responsibly. Don't forget, SEN Survivor. Go to sensurvivor.com.au. Play skitter in every race, 500 at um, Rose Hill. Just do it and uh, you win 500 bucks. Gamble responsibly. Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Find better odds on the footy at Betfair. Play your way. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the Betfair Edge. You can play your way this autumn carnival by placing back and lay bets at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Tommy, let's get straight into some footy. Well, that's the thing about, that's what I like about. Yeah, that's the thing about, the thing about football. Righty, away you go. What a song. What, just, do you, what do you want me to do? Just read some odds out? What do you... Brisbane coming up tonight. Um, well, you walk in the studio, yeah. Miles. You just really want to talk about football. Let's get into the football. I did not. Hey, Tommy, Come you on. want to talk about football? Uh, what do you want me to do? All the money's been for Melbourne tonight into $1.81. Betfair.com.au. Um, Brisbane continue to drift. Melbourne look fantastic round one. Brisbane very plain after halftime against Port. So, interesting little matchup tonight. Just remember, too, if you're out there, you get better odds on Betfair because you're betting against other people. You're not betting against um, spot on, mate. a machine. Are any... Um, any any changes to premiership markets? Well, let's go through the matches. So, as I just said, Brisbane, Melbourne. Um, Collingwood, $1.65 versus Port Adelaide, $2.52. Collingwood win that? 
Well, you're a big fan of Collingwood. We yep. saw them live last week. They were yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're in a top four team. Beat an average mob in Geelong, as we saw last night. Nah. Um, Carlton and Collingwood are two of the better teams in the comp. Adelaide, Adelaide $2.60, Richmond $1.62, Bulldogs, St Kilda, Bulldogs $1.56. They need to turn around in their form. St Kilda, they'll be choking Bulldogs with Ross, um, $2.74. Fremantle North, blockbuster game, that's $1.16, Frio. And then Sunday, Sydney Hawthorne, Sydney to go into that match, clear favourites. Hawthorne will struggle throughout the year. Essendon and Gold Coast, Essendon $1.65. They're a chance to go 4-0. Essendon, with the run they've got. They've got some easy games to start the year. Zip and four or four and zip? Four and zip, because yep. they won last week. Oh, yeah, um, they did too. <laughs> <laughs> and West Coast, GWS. West Coast, um, $2.12 versus GWS. So we've got some injury concerns after last week, coming off a 37-degree match against Adelaide. They were very brave, but they'll be tired after that. So that's an interesting one. Um, do you want to get to the AFL Premiership market, Miles? Who's your tip now? You, who, who did you have in the Adelaide-Richmond game? I got. I think Richmond will be hard to beat. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to check how biased you were, that's all. No, nah, not. What did you want to say? Um, who do you like in the Premiership market? Because Geelong, out to $8.20 now on Betfair. Yeah, let them, and I mean, that's, if you're drifting off the back of that, I mean, Carlton at $10 looks pretty nice, doesn't it? They can put it together. They can win at the Blue Baggers. I wasn't impressed with either team last night. I was at the game and there was a lot of mistakes. It was a bit of a... It was a, a way, better, mate, way better game of football than the Melbourne Bulldogs game last week. You're probably right. Way better. High pressure, but a lot of mistakes. Um, Carlton still looked shaky at the end. Geelong kept coming. Um, I'll that's tell you what. they're a, a proper team, mate. They're rating premiers. Yeah, they're a good side. But, uh, yeah, I just don't know. I think they're going at half rat pair at the moment, Geelong. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, well, they're missing five or six of their best. Jeremy Cameron, that was an unbelievable game. It was Jeremy Cameron versus Carlton last night. Yep. He was sent. He kicked six goals at 25, three Brownlow votes, I would have thought, in a losing well, on, side. Right now, you'd have to be Melbourne, Geelong, Collingwood, Carlton, Sydney. They're, Me- the, they're the teams, aren't Melbourne, they? Melbourne, $5.30. Collingwood, $7.80. Second favourites now. Geelong, $8.20. Brisbane, $9.80. Richmond, $10. Sydney, $10. And Carlton, $10.50. So... Um, amazing how much the market's changed. Geelong are five fifty at eight dollars twenty, and, and Melbourne have been firm. So um, ten dollars into five dollars thirty on the back of one win. It's do we overreact after round one? Right, NRL. Let's go. Um, what are your thoughts? Premiership movements. Are we still on the Dolphins? <laughs> the Dolphin train. Um, why not? Why would you jump off, mate? That's it. Um, I'll just get Penrith Panthers four dollars eighty. Roosters five dollars eighty. You taking the Dolphins at thirty eight, Smalls? Yeah, why not? Let them keep winning. <laughs> keep Back winning. to lay. Rabbitohs and Broncos, $8.80 apiece. Uh, third favourites there. All right, let's go around the grounds time. Rightio, I've got a few here, so bear with me. I've done the cards elsewhere. Good, mate. Go for Morfordville, it. race two, number three, Stadium of Light. On the bunny, should be winning. Race two, number three, Morfordville. Then I've, these are small nibbles, the other three. Race three, number one, struck by. And race four, number five, hope at hand. Race seven, number seven, Pontadira. There's four there. Right, small nibbles, those. Best is Stadium of Light. Eagle Farm. Race four, number two, Shah of Goma. And then race five, number two, Tip of the Spear. And then a small nibble on race nine at number six, more than number one. And then Ascot, best there. Race four, number two, be optimistic. Finally, we'll get the race. And then a few nibbles to finish. Race five, number two, Desert Vixen. In the Mel Vista, Demolish and Another Chino, they're the two. And in the WA Oaks, She's Fit and Admiration Express. Have your um, your bets on, on either of those four. If Can't argue with any of those. Um, right, do you want to go best values, Lays? 
We can do that. What yeah. do you want? F1. You want to start talking the F1? No, but no one weekend. cares out there. But next weekend, Melbourne Grand Prix next weekend. Yeah, right? but that's when we can talk about it. Get pumped. But you're talking about Oscar Piastri, with, you know, winning in. We should get him on the show. Winning in. Big fan of our show. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, Oscar, mate. When you said Oscar Piastri, I thought you were talking about some sort of eatery down near where you live, other side of Paran. It's not a bad name for a cafe. What, Oscar Piastri? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Righto, uh, we going to best bets? Yes. My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It folds. I'd like to see you wiggle, wiggle. For sure. I'll pull, press the wrong one, but doesn't matter. <laughs> we needed that. What we needed was. Uh... Mail time. Mail time. That's better. Um, I'm laying Aubrey. Not oh, Aubrey. That's not the lays. I'll press the lay button okay. when we're doing the lays. Hang on. It's now mail I'm going to do. Time. Right, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> right, what are you laying? My lay of the day is Jenny Jerome coming up tonight at Mooney Valley. Right, so that's the lay tonight. Yep. Um, lay for me, which I wasn't ready for yet. Thank you, Thomas, the tank engine. Yeah. I'm laying Fireburn too. She can't win. Fireburn can't win? Yeah. I'm going to lay Cascading in. Fair enough. Yep, way too short. Right, um, right now, uh, we'll go back to, you're all over the shop. What do you want? Mooney Valley race eight tonight. Number one, Papillon Club, my best. I like the bopper at Flemington, um, as I said, superb last start. It's the right form one, the bopper. Going to be hard to beat there. I've found it very hard. Um, a couple of the internationals, um, substantial HOA, Rose Hill, race 10, number 11, going to be hard to beat. I'm probably going to go with Rose Hill. If I had to pick one, I'm going to go with Statement as my probably best up there. But I'm really, like, I don't really want to put a best up, but they'll get tailed off here at work if I don't. <laughs> um, I it's think Hude like is a big chance, and Gold Trip. I think Gold Trip's a big chance. So they're probably the only three nibbles I would have up there. Uh, go to Flemington. Oh, I'm with you. The bopper. Um, in the Australian Cup, I'm going to back Steinem, Smoking Romans, and Right You Are. All the Mar Eustace runners, they'll win it. Well, just one of them will win. Um, and then, best, race two, number three, Stadium of Light, Morfordville. Uh, race four, number two, Shah of Goma Eagle Farm and race four, number two, Be Optimistic at Ascot. They're actually my best of the days. Good luck. Um, we've got about oh, 45 seconds, mate, to finish. Is there any other market you want to mention? We've got some golf or have we got... Brownlow's going to be a great market to trade into. I look forward to talking about oh. that maybe on the Sunday show. Who's leading the Brownlow at the moment, Miles? One guess in my model that I've got running. Um, Dacos. Jason Horn Francis, um, Chad hey, Warner, Degoe. How can he be? He, he, what, he got three. Dacos would have got three. Well, he's the highest probability of polling at 80%, three votes. So According to who? According to the, the my model that I've got. What's he for the Brownlow? That's ridiculous. If he's even close. He's what's... 80%. Chad Warner, um, 70% likely polling three votes. And Jordan Degoe, 62% based yeah. on last weekend. Um, we may as well do it at some point. But the Neil into Geelong, what are we getting at the moment? $12.50 and eight twenty on the on the fair. So I'm liking it. Hey, that's all we've got time for, Tommy. See you on Sunday. Cheers, mate. That is the Betfair Edge. Play your way this autumn carnival and on the footy at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.